I always caution people to think, you know, be where you need to be, where your people are, just because there are different platforms such as TikTok, Instagram, X, YouTube, whatever it is. Be where your audience is and be there well. Welcome to the Brand Brief Podcast, where we discuss the latest trends on the business side of lifestyle and tech brands and the impact of technology on driving brand growth. This podcast is powered by Brand Method Media Group, and I'm your host, Kelly Kelly. Today's guest is Tammy McQueen, Chief Marketing Officer at BIP Ventures. BIP Ventures is the North American-focused venture capital division of BIP Capital. It is one of the Southeast's largest and most active VC firms. Since 2007, BIP Ventures has invested in the success of B2B software and tech-enabled service businesses at all stages of maturity. In addition to capital, they support entrepreneurs with access to infrastructure, acumen, and talent that results in category-leading companies. Welcome to the show, Tammy. Hey, thank you so much for having me today. It is a great pleasure to be here, and I can't wait for our discussion. Wonderful. So I would love to start with just getting into your role as CMO, Chief Marketing Officer. What does your role entail at BIP Ventures? Oh, Kelly, I think I have the best job in the world. I you do can't believe I get to do what I get to do. And it's a real privilege to work with our investors and founders and I have the great opportunity to be on both sides of the table. My team works with our portfolio companies. We have over 65 of those in the portfolio across the country in different sectors, ranging from healthcare technology to media marketplace, also from a dev tools and overarching SaaS technology businesses. And so we support our performance engineering team who works very closely on the performance of our portfolios, helping them grow, scale, and accelerate their business activities. So we can support from a marketing perspective, whether that is on their branding, their ICP, um, different technology stacks in marketing. We help them a lot with their uh, media releases or any public announcements that they have and uh, work with them as they build and grow. We also host uh, two annual events throughout the year, our shareholders events and also our symposium where we highlight and showcase a lot of those portfolio companies on stage. And it's an opportunity for investors to meet and see them where they are. So that's a fun part of what we do with our team, with specifically our portfolios. And on the other side, we work closely with our investors as well. So different fundraising and also working closely with them throughout the process from the investing side. And then a third um, realm of what we do from a marketing perspective is the firm itself. So these are different activities. Our content is incredibly robust. If you've had a chance to check that out on the website, we produce a report every year. It's called the State of Startups in the Southeast Report, where we measure, track, and analyze different regions in the Southeast, the performance of startups, as well as investment trends in startups in those regions as well. 
That's a lot of fun that comes out of our team. We are also sharing a podcast that we will launch in the next couple of weeks. So excited about that, sharing founder stories, insights, and also oh, um, wow. investment trends and opportunities. So I'm looking forward to that. The team is working really hard to get that out and overall just awareness and brand and support from both the founders and investors side. That's amazing. That's an incredible. It's a lot of have. fun. <laughs> it is a lot of fun. I, I, I see your content often and I'm like, wow, it's such, it seems like such a well-rounded approach. You know, it's, it doesn't just seem like, oh, this is our, these are our brands. These are our brands. It's like, it's all encompassing. It's the culture, it's the brands, it's the investors, it's all of it. It seems that way. I'm so glad you mentioned that because all too often brands go online and they just push, 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 push with all this content and with all these updates online where I think it has shifted so much over the years, but particularly now you see how that algorithm has shifted. And I'm always saying, listen, you need to create for something that's valuable, not what moves the algorithm, but truly People listen to people, people respond and react to people. From a brand perspective, it's really, really hard to move the needle otherwise, unless you are genuine and valuable and bring in insights that can actually make an impact. So I think that approach in our content team is phenomenal and in what they deliver and how they really bring the right things into the right people's hands. Yeah, I, I agree completely. I I often say jokingly, um, when we are starting a new engagement, we make it very clear that we are not going to chop up your trifold brochure and spit that out all over LinkedIn. It's <laughs> going to be a holistic approach or nothing at all. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I think it's interesting, you know, creating content is one thing, but distributing is another. And my, my inside joke is that uh, if someone cuts down a tree in the woods and no one's there to hear it, does it actually happen? Same thing with content. If you create a massive report to all these different content pieces, but no one knows it happens and you don't distribute them, did you actually write that? Did it happen? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did it happen? <laughs> so speaking of, of brand and, and storytelling specifically, it's such a powerful tool in marketing how does what's VIP Ventures approach to crafting compelling narratives around internally as well as the ventures and the impact they aim to make in the world? I love that you mentioned internally as well, because I think that is so critical for your employees to believe in and also be a steward of your vision and core values to the rest of the world. And for us, storytelling is not an act, but it is a way of who we are. And when I think of storytelling is us sharing our vision and being the, the sort of the conductor of that vision to the rest of the world, it's hard to come out with a narrative and believe in it and share it unless you truly believe in it. And so from our perspective, storytelling is sharing our vision, sharing our why behind why we do it and our North Star of what is our leading initiative of what we do it for and why we do it. And I think that for us is our brand storytelling. It's the why behind what we do and the value that we want to bring to our founders and being an elite partner for who we partner with, that we are trustworthy, that we can um, we can deliver that fiduciary responsibility to them as well. 
And I, I think it's, I love the way you put that because I feel often, I think we're getting more now where people are taking value and so, to some of those soft things that aren't so transactional when it comes to marketing, because there's mm-hmm. value there. There's value in communicating your vision. There's value in building a, a culture, like all the soft stuff that sometimes people like to gloss over. And it's like, no, just sell our stuff. And it's like, well, wait a minute. You're like you said, it's still people doing business with people. So there has to be yeah. some sort of integration into who you are. That's yes, so I know you started a business to make money, but what else? What is the culture of the company? What, what are your core values? All that stuff I feel like is is coming more to the surface now. And I think it's incredible to watch. It has to, especially with such a competitive ecosystem and a job market that has shifted so much. People want so much more out of what they do because we spend such a large part of our time here. And to know that we make an impact and that we're not just a cog in the in, in the whole system. So I want to talk a little bit about data because I feel like marketing is recently under such a microscope. And people are trying to, once again, identify the ROI. So as data becomes increasingly more crucial in marketing, how does BIP Ventures leverage data analytics and insights to tailor the marketing strategies and, and like better understand the audience? So BIP Ventures is an incredibly focused, tech-enabled, and data-driven organization. Our internal technology team powers a lot of these insights in our data collection, our data insight, and also our operations on, on our team. From a marketing perspective, we track and measure everything that we do. Marketing is often that gray area. We live in the gray quite a bit. <laughs> and um, it's hard. And I think that's why it's come under fire, as you mentioned, because it's tough to quantify uh, brand and oh they know about us and I think there's so much more that needs to be tied into that to make an impact and to show value and to show revenue generation or to show impact from portfolio growth or investor impact or whatever that may be so from our perspective we um, leverage a platform where we share all our data and I share this with our management team on a weekly basis and it is accessible and transparent to anyone who wants to be within the organization the metrics that we track include everything from data from Google Analytics This is how many website views, bounce rates, page views that are being tracked, top 10, what's moving, what's not, blog content, what's working, what's not. We also use Google Console, so that helps us understand what we're showing up for when people search for us, what is is bringing them to the site, what's keeping them there, and also what's necessary for our target audiences. We also measure everything in HubSpot. So we measure email sent, open rates, click-through rates, list growth, everything to that end. We also measure social media. I, from an investor perspective, it is a vanity metric for us. I think it is not indicative of great value that we give to our founders. It's indicative of a source of authority we are in the 
industry versus the truth. So I always caution people to think, you know, be where you need to be, where your people are, just because there are different platforms such as TikTok, Instagram, X, YouTube, whatever it is. Be where your audience is and be there well. So for us, we measure that. We really focus on LinkedIn in terms of our metrics and our analytics. And then we bring in also different areas from top of the funnel insights that we are working toward, different drip campaigns that we're running. And so we have everything on a dashboard auto-generates every week and we analyze and adapt to based on what is performing and what's not. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad you you brought that up. It, it's an integrated approach. It's not just one thing. I think often people hear certain sound bites or hot takes of, you know, email, one email. For every email you send, you should be getting seven times RI. Okay, well, there's a whole lot going on behind just the email. <laughs> like There's a lot happening oh in gosh, the background yeah. to actually exactly. get the sale. Even with social. Yeah, people are like, oh, you know, I need a social media manager and I, I expect to get this in third. And it's like, well, wait a minute. Is the back end together? Do you have all these things working cohesively to nurture an actual person? Or are you expecting <laughs> one LinkedIn post to sell you out? <laughs> I agree. Now, there are businesses that can do that. Not many. However, I think what people miss understand or uncertain about from a marketing perspective is marketing is your umbrella if you envision your umbrella and underneath that you have social media pr uh event marketing and every and seo and everything else you can't just say oh i need a pr campaign and expect it to work (laughs) so i caution People when they say, oh, I need a PR person or I need a social media manager, as you said, how is your infrastructure going to now support that? And that's what's important. What do we have set up on the back end to make that worth it? You know? Yes, exactly. And that's what's important. And rather have a few things working than everything under this umbrella and, and go from there. Yeah. So from the research that we've done on BIP Ventures and, of course, from knowing you through the industry for so many years, um, I know that relationships are super important as a culture to the company, I imagine. How do you guys foster the relationships within the community and how do you see this progressing as we get more into the age of AI and everything being so hands off? Yeah, so I, I'm glad you brought up AI because it's a hot topic. There might be the white elephant in so many marketing rooms right now. And I'll say this, that AI is not going to be replacing humans. I will say, though, it will replace marketers or people with AI will be replacing those without AI. So it always comes down to the people, no matter what. And it's so important to really focus on that culture. It's the number one thing in an organization you have complete control over and you can influence. So in a community, I think it's challenging, especially as we've emerged out of uh, several years of lockdown, that being able to emerge and build these communities is so important. So these micro communities is exceptionally important. It doesn't necessarily have to be a massive event that you're attending, but what are some areas where you can gather 
two, three, ten people over time speaking about one specific topic and let that grow over time. I don't think we always think it's either this or that or all or nothing. But it's really important to get back to those communities and to start sharing, whether it is just one-on-one -on -one to start off with and have someone else come into that circle and build circles that way. Internally, I think the biggest stressor on an organization is growing too quickly and not fostering those community within the organization. So going from one to 10 employees to then 50 employees is one thing. But be, once you get to 100 employees, it is an entirely different organization. And building those sub-communities, not clicks, very clear. It's important to build these sub-communities within your organization. Sub-communities then are for not necessarily about the organization itself but within their interests. So maybe it is a tennis group or an AI interest group, and that could essentially bring people together across different teams, maybe, into interests that you learn something more about someone you necessarily would not have had the opportunity. Before we wrap, is there anything on the horizon that you're excited about with BIP Ventures this year or in the next few years? Yeah, I'm excited about the team that's growing. I'm excited about the founders and the portfolio companies that are doing exceptionally well in the portfolio and solving really life-changing, tangible problems in the world. I think that's really important. And also working closely with these founders and also our investors in a very meaningful way. Amazing. Well, that's going to wrap our show today. Thank you to our incredible guest, Tammy McQueen, Chief Marketing Officer at BIP Ventures. We'll have contact information for Tammy and BIP Ventures in the show notes for anyone interested in getting more information or connecting. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review. We'll see you in the next one.